Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We want to believe that there are shortcuts to success. We want to believe uh, we can take a drug or we can do something that'll make it quick and easy. But the truth is, it takes grit. It takes persistence. So it's hard to understand what could happen to you in 10 years in a visceral gut way of what it means to have failed in life. Um, and to me, failure in life is not not having money. It's not realizing your potential. You're 60 years old and you said, I could have been this and I never did it. That's like the worst thought I think anybody can have. And you don't think about it in the moment because your life is okay, but you've got to wake up and understand that there's an urgency here. And that if you're not practicing something now, if you're not aware, if you don't have a path towards something better, you're rotting on the vine and and that day of reckoning will come at some point and it will be painful you're not going to feel it suddenly it'll be slow but it'll come and it won't be good how do you overcome the suffering of life is be a better person that's how you do it well that's hard it takes responsibility and i think you know if you said to someone you want to have a meaningful life everything you do matters that's the definition of a meaningful life but everything you do matters. So you're gonna have to carry that with you. Or do you wanna just forget about the whole meaning thing and then you don't have any responsibility because who the hell cares? And you can wander through life doing whatever you want, gratifying impulsive desires for how useful that's going to be. And you're stuck in meaninglessness, but you don't have any responsibility. Which one do you want? Well, ask yourself, which one are you pursuing? And you'll find very rapidly that it isn't the majority of your soul that's pursuing the whole meaning thing. Because, well, look what you have to do to do that. You have to take on the fact that life is suffering. You have to put yourself together in the face of that. Ask yourself, what's blocking you? What's preventing you from acting? Why don't you have the courage to handle that? Why won't you face that? What are you running away from? What kind of avoidance behavior are you engaged in? Next is, what is the worst thing that can happen when you take action? Even if you don't see the results right away, keep showing up until you do see the results. Even if you don't see the results for a very, very long time. Just know that if you hold your ground and push through pain, you will become stronger.
and it's necessary for you to challenge yourself to go after it and get better and leverage relationships that can help you get to where you want to go but it's you the major key to your reaching your dream you're living up to your greatness you're making your contribution is you it's not okay for you to be a weak loser it's not okay and the reason it's not okay is because you could be way more than that and it's a crime an ethical crime for you to allow all that necessary potential to go to waste it hurts you it hurts your family it hurts the world really really it does and people think oh okay i get it and they do get it cuz they know the people in life that get what they want are the ones that aren't waiting for an external force to validate their dreams to inspire them to give them permission it's the people that realize that success that happiness that control it comes from the internal force and what is the internal force it's you it's you it's you being able to realize that no one's going to do the work for you it's you realizing that you're never going to feel ready In fact, even as you start working toward the things that you really want to do, you're definitely not going to feel ready and you're going to feel outside your comfort zone. And that's normal. When you start to feel like you're stretching yourself and you're sticking your scrawny neck out there and you're taking some risks, that's amazing because you're growing. People who earn large incomes aren't lucky and they're not crooks as those without money are so fond of pretending, nor are they endowed with more brains or talent necessarily than their friends and neighbors, nor are they privy to occult secrets, and only a very few were lucky enough to have had rich fathers or grandfathers. Most of the people earning the big incomes today started the same way you and I did and most other people. The only difference between the men who earn big incomes and those who earn small incomes is that those earning big incomes decided to earn more. They're the people who made it their business to earn more. You see people do what they make up their minds to do. So get rid of the ancient superstition once and for all that people who earn big money are special people or lucky or get the breaks or had money to begin with or knew someone or are smarter or anything else. These are alibis. they can all be disproved a thousand times the reason there are so many of these alibis around is that men who fail to make the grade financially are seldom honest enough to just admit that they really didn't try and keep trying so in order to justify their failure in order to remain seated they dream up and pass along these old alibis we're all self-made but only the successful will admit it now is the time for you to step up stand out and become the person you need to become your future is in your hands and this is what sets your life up to be worth the potential that you deserve your power is and always has been the thing that's going to take you towards the life that you have earned when you look at some of the most successful high performers it might be tempting to say that they were born this way they're talented end of story in fact talent while undeniably making life easier is but one part of the equation i used to be a shy and fearful person however my apparent misfortune turned out to be a source of strength because it provided a spark to introduce big changes in my life by 
Continuously pushing my comfort zone, I not only overcame social shyness and improved my communication skills, but also developed high self-confidence and overcame other fears in my life. I might not have been born with the talent to be a people person. I still prefer solitude to crowds, but with self-discipline and consistent work, I still achieved astounding results. Next time, before you complain that you don't have a talent for something or weren't born this way, remind yourself that self-discipline in many situations can more than make up for a lack of inborn traits. Life's easy when you live it the hard way and hard if you try to live it the easy way. Self-discipline means living your life the hard way, resisting temptations and instant gratification in order to receive bigger and better rewards in the future. It's certainly easier to avoid all kinds of discomfort and indulge yourself whenever you want, but in the end, all that you get from that approach is fleeting pleasure now at the expense of your future, which otherwise could have been much better. Consider a weak-willed person who, when faced with a challenge, immediately opt out. How likely is this person to achieve anything substantial in life if their primary value is to feel comfortable? How is this person going to manage a crisis that they must face? Even a relatively insignificant problem can become an insurmountable obstacle for a person who's been living a sheltered life and always avoided what's difficult or disagreeable. Now, contrast that with a person who voluntarily makes his or her life harder. They seek out and welcome challenges as opportunities to grow. Each self-imposed affliction strengthens them so that fewer and fewer difficulties in life overwhelm them. Day by day, they immunize themselves against problems precisely because they seek them out. When life deals them an unexpected blow, they're ready to handle it because thanks to living their lives the hard way, they're always ready for hardships. Your choices are made in a moment, but their consequences will transcend a lifetime. Humans have the capacity to act against their urges in exchange for a better future. Unfortunately, many people live by the principle of if it feels good, do it. And if it doesn't, don't do it. Caving into your temptations whenever you feel them emerge is like relinquishing your humanity in a way. As an intelligent human being, you have an ability and I dare say an obligation to make decisions that are based on rational thinking, not on your instincts alone. Strive to be a better human and embrace your humanity by exercising your willpower muscle instead of succumbing to your most primal and least helpful for your long-term goals. Part of the brain, your most primal instincts may provide temporary comfort but seldom are good for the long term, except when there is a direct threat to your survival. If you study a subject every day for one hour a day, five days a week, in five years, you will become an expert in that area. Some things simply have to be done every day. You know the old saying, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, eating seven apples all at once isn't going to give you the same benefit. If you want to improve, intentional growth needs to be a habit. A habit is something I do continually, not once in a while. Motivation may get you going, but the positive habits you develop and practice consistently are what keep you improving. 
as I have worked to improve on a day-by-day -day basis, two words have helped me to stay on track. The first is intention. Every morning as I start my day, I intend to learn something that day. This develops a mindset in me to look for things that will help me improve. The other word is contemplation. Time alone is an essential for self-improvement. When I spend time thinking about my challenges, experiences, and observations, it allows me to gain perspective. I can evaluate any losses, and I can learn from them. Contemplation time by myself also gives me time to do positive self-talk. Motivational humorist Or Walker stated, The most important words you will ever utter are those words we say to ourselves about ourselves when we are by ourselves. During these conversations, we can beat ourselves up and make ourselves feel really small, or we can learn and build ourselves up so that we become better. If you want to spend some time each day and try to improve yourself, you might want to begin by asking yourself three questions at the end of the day, as I do. They are, what did I learn today? What spoke both to my heart and my head? How did I grow today? What touched my heart and affected my actions? What will I do differently? Unless I can state specifically what I plan to do differently, I won't learn anything. One of the things I don't do is compare myself to others during that time. There's a reason for that. My desire is to not become superior to anybody else. I only want to be superior to my former self. Intention and contemplation assist me in doing that. Make improvement intentional improvement is within the reach of anyone, no matter how experienced or green, educated or ignorant, rich or poor. To start improving today, do these three things. Decide you are worth improving to improve yourself. You must believe you can improve. Author Dennis Whitley has a wonderful definition for personal development. He says that it is the conviction that there is value in your dreams. Personal development, he says, is the belief that you are worth the effort, time, and energy needed to develop yourself. It gives you permission to invest in yourself so you can develop your own potential. You can invest in yourself. You don't need anyone's dreams but your own. And you don't need to become anyone other than yourself at your best. The great philosopher Thomas Carlyle once wrote, let each become all that he was created capable of being. I can't think of a better definition of success. Life challenges us every day to develop our capabilities to the fullest. We're successful when we reach for the highest. That's within us. When we give the best we have, life doesn't require us to always come out on top. It asks only that we do our best to improve at whatever level of experience we are currently on. Pick an area to improve. You will have plenty of time to improve other areas of your life. Focus on the one now that makes the most of your strengths and is closest to your sense of purpose. I'm suggesting you to spend an hour a day improving in that area. Then take it slow but steady. We always overestimate what we can get done in a day or a week, but we underestimate what we can get done in a year. Just imagine what you will be able to get done in five years. Find opportunities to improve in the wake of your losses. Focused. Strategic improvement is important to success. But so is learning from our losses as they come. However, let me say this. Some lessons in life cannot wait. You must make the most of them when they occur. If you don't examine what went wrong while the details are fresh, you may lose the ability to learn the lesson. Besides, if you neglect to learn the lesson immediately, you may experience the loss again. Business professor George Knox said, when you cease to be better, you cease to be good. 
When you stop growing, you cease to be useful, a weed in the garden of prosperity. We are what we are today because we were what we were yesterday, and our thoughts today determine our actions tomorrow. Those who learn from their losses give themselves that permission. As your friend, I give it to you also. Knowledge may come from study, but wisdom comes from learning and improving in the wake of your mistakes. I always try to remember that I am a work in progress. When I maintain that perspective, I realize that I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to have it all together. I don't need to try to have all the answers, and I don't need to learn everything in a day. When I make a mistake, it's not because I'm a failure or worthless. I just didn't do something right because I still haven't improved enough in some part of the process, and that motivates me to keep growing and improving. If I don't know something, it's an opportunity to try to improve in a new area. I'm in it for the long haul. I try to be like industrialist Ian McGregor, who said, "I work on the same principle as people who train horses. You start with low fences, easily achieved goals, and work up." When I got started, my fences were embarrassingly low, but in time I was able to raise them. Today, I'm still raising them little by little. That's the only way I know how to keep improving, and I always want to keep doing that because improvement is the focus of learning.